Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Bill's a human being. I'm sure at this point in his career, he feels as though there isn't anything I haven't seen. Regardless of what everyone else is telling me, I can figure it out on my own. And maybe this year was a little bit of like, almost like, I don't want to say a wake-up call, but it maybe caused him to sit back and go, okay, look, I messed this one up. I'll fix this. I don't think it's, a, it's it should be a cause for anyone to start knocking at the foundation of what this guy has achieved in the league. Because I can, I can tell you this, he's been doing this a long time, man. A long time. And... I know what he taught me. I know what Nick Saban taught me. I know what those two taught me together. And it still holds true in today's game. Lewis Riddick at the Super Bowl with Phil Perry. And it's hour number two. Jones and Mego with Arcan. It's brought to you by Arbella Insurance, here for good. When it comes to that clip, there two things jump out to me. Bill Belichick is a man. Well, first of all, he's a human being, which I have questions. I, I, I was never totally sure, but he is a human being. Uh, but secondarily, he has been at it a long time. Some would argue too long, Lou. And secondarily, or I guess this is my uh, my third point, uh, Lou, tertiary, we tertiary point. Yeah, that's the uh, Lou Riddick is what I meant. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do what's best for the football team. I hope it is a wake-up call for Bill. He's like, well, I don't want to call it a wake-up call. It better be a wake-up call. If last year wasn't a wake-up call to Bill, and if the last three years haven't been a wake-up call to Bill, then he's never getting woken up. Then he's just perma in a coma, a football coma, for the rest of however long he's going to be the coach of the Patriots. If that doesn't wake him up, nothing's waking him up. Yeah, and look, he, he just doesn't want to sit there and be the person that's like, hey, wake-up call to Bill Belichick because then he's going to get dragged. And I understand because he is the most accomplished coach. I know you don't think he's the best coach in NFL history, but you'd say he's the most accomplished. I think it's up for debate. He is definitely the most accomplished, for sure. So nobody wants to sit there and say, hey, the most accomplished coach in NFL history needs a wake-up call. Although, if you look at what happened over the last season and the very rapid changes that they made in the offseason with the coaching staff, it seems like he has admitted his mistakes that he made through the season. So, yeah. Wake up. I mean, it's not really necessary at this point. Like, to me, you can keep hammering the mistakes over and over again, which we will do. Oh, sure. We will do until the next, until uh, OTAs and minicamp starts. But at the same time, I think acknowledging, it's important to acknowledge that Bill did make the adjustments quickly that I think everybody was begging for. Well, just before we move on, do you think it was Bill's call? Yeah. You don't I do. think it was? You don't think it was Robert? I don't think it came in a, Robert's a once that, again. Robert's I got that sneaky right. breakfast where he's taking credit for something, <laughs> right, and maybe I it told was that. You at the time, I think that's more about narratives. Like that's more about getting the public on your side, the media on your side. I told Bill he has to do this. 
Right. That's, that's a narrative. Just, you I'd know, get the public on his side. We're all working in a collaborative environment now. I mean, that's how they approach everything when they're trying to say that they're, uh, I wouldn't even say like interceding on Bill's power, but they, anytime they're nudging a little bit, it becomes a collaborative approach. It's a collaborative approach in the draft. It's a collaborative approach in the offseason with retooling what didn't work. And that's what we always hear when they decide yeah. like, hey, when we gave Bill all the chips last year, it didn't work out so hot and now we're taking a couple back but i mean i think bill is still the person who went through all the interviews and made the hire of bill o'brien and adrian clem i mean i would agree with that i would agree with that the mayo thing might have been more craft uh you know bill o'brien craft's got a relationship there i don't know so maybe bill's making the recommendation but, but... here's the thing really quick with the mayo thing sorry just because i'm interested in that um yeah i think the crafts are behind wanting mayo here and I don't think, though, in the same way that 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 he and Bill were necessarily at odds about that. I don't think this is even as comparable to the Josh McDaniel situation a couple years ago that people like to hold it up apples and apples. If Bill likes Mayo so much, how come he has a named him coordinator? You know why? Because Stevie. Okay, well then, do I think Bill is happy with Mayo getting elevated and ownership doing it, or does he want Stevie elevated? I don't think it's like that. I think it's just, okay, there's no titles on that side of the ball because my kid's on that side of the ball, and that's awkward. But in terms of Gerard Mayo, I think that's somebody that Bill is happy to have at his side because he likes Mayo. He begged Mayo to come out of the business world to coach with him. Like, he brought Mayo in. He loves Mayo. So I think if this had been someone from the outside or someone else on staff that he didn't consider worthy of being in his inner circle, that he would have been at odds with Kraft about that. But since it's Gerard Mayo, he's sitting there going, hell yeah, whatever. Let's elevate Gerard. I mean, I'll I want show you to be by my side. I'm going to open my world to <laughs> Not you. now, Reese, please. I, I don't. I don't necessarily believe that, but I'm I'm not saying I'm right. I just I don't believe that. It's it just happens to be someone who is Bill, in step with what the crafts want too. I'm not saying Bill that loves a threat to his job security and his kids' job security. I don't think it is. I don't think Gerard Mayo is. Gerard Mayo might be the ultimate succession plan, but I think that plan again that's a threat. That's would be a, threat. a collaborative approach. Maybe that's a threat. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. It's hour number two. Jones and Mego with Arcan. Don't forget, you can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Download the Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y. Save W E E I as a favorite and listen wherever you go. So here's the ground we've covered to this point, and I do want to get into how much ground the Patriots have to, well, make up in the AFC East specifically, and really the rest of the conference, because they're light years away, and the gap might be getting larger depending on where Aaron Rodgers goes, depending on where Derek Carr goes. We've covered the Bruins to this point, right? Is there a goalie controversy? Would you move one of the goaltenders? Probably Swayman. But would you move one of the goaltenders to beef up this team? I guess that's something Wiggy's been talking about, and Mike Milbury did not discuss with Greg Hill earlier this week. On top of that, at least it would shut up the Tuka Rass people if they win a cup with one of these two. So I'm rooting for that. We also touched on Jalen Brown, his relationship with the team. Oh, no. Followed up some thoughts on Joe Missoula removing the interim tag. Uh, so you guys can weigh in on all of that at 617-779-7937. Let's go to David in New Hampshire because he's been waiting patiently, and then we can get back to some of our Patriots stuff. Go ahead, David. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, great show. Uh, it is. I just had a quick story for you kids on the eighty nine ninety Bruins. Um, they had traded for. Okay, so I'm already, uh, I'm already regretting, I'm already regretting doing this. Uh, we'll get back to your phone call six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. How much ground do the Patriots have to make up? As much 
or less than the 8990 Bruins. I wanted to hear that story. That's that's what I want to know. Do they have to make up that much ground or is it more than the 8990 Bruins? No, and here's why I asked the question about the Patriots and the ground they have to make up. We're not giving that any time. Here's here's why we here's why I asked the question. Because Derek Carr is visiting the Jets now, right? Is that the latest report? He's going to visit the, the Jets report. this weekend, yes. Okay, it is this weekend. I was just going to ask when God, that's happening. Derek Carr well, look, is going to the Jets. Here's what. Here's part of what I wanted to ask. I was I was going to get to this, but let's ask it now before we get to uh, the Aaron Rodgers piece to it. If the Jets get Derek Carr, are they better than the Patriots? Yes. Arkan? Yeah. Thank you. We all agree. It is scary. Thank you. If the Jets get Derek Carr, they're better than the Patriots, which kind of proves my point. Better on paper. Yeah, well, fine. I mean, obviously, are they actually going to be better? Oh, sorry, Arkan. I didn't know that you were in the practice facility right <laughs> now am. with their illegal practices. That Every single running. time. Yeah, I didn't know you were the... Yes, ad- on paper, they're better. I didn't course. know you were the Adam Taylor of the Jets. Uh, so <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to the um, uh, the Aaron Rodgers piece to it, if Rodgers... Go- so if Derek Carr makes the Jets better, then Aaron Rodgers makes them better. Duh. What if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Dolphins? Now, I had not considered this. Colin Cowherd talked about this on his show the other day. He thinks the Dolphins are a sleeper for Aaron Rodgers and that Aaron Rodgers would want to go there. Makes sense. It's Miami. It's uh, a quarterback whisperer in Mike McDaniel. Here's Cowherd's take on why the Dolphins could move on from Tua, who's been hurt, who knows at what level he can play at, who knows how much he can play, and if Aaron Rodgers could go to Miami. I don't understand what, what people don't see about Miami. The Jets don't have a quarterback. New England offensively is tone deaf and Buffalo's regressing. I don't understand why all these quarterbacks out here, Garoppolo, Carr, Aaron, this is so attractive. Brock Purdy with this offense got to the NFC Championship. Tua led the league in passer rating with this offense. It is not quarterback dependent, totally quarterback friendly, and it's just we're all forgetting about Miami. Okay, he thinks Miami is a sleeper for... Aaron Rodgers. Let's play the game. Carr's on the Jets. Rodgers is on the Dolphins. Josh Allen is on the Bills. Where do the Patriots stack up? Bottom. Okay. Let's play the game. It's Tua on the Dolphins. Where do the Patriots stack up? With Carr on the Jets? Sure. Yes. I- I'm sorry. Assuming the Jets get okay. either Rodgers or Carr. I'm just making sure this is Tua, Carr, and Allen. I think you're still on the bottom. Okay. Well, guess what? The odds makers out there agree. The Patriots are fourth in the division right now. Super Bowl odds. I've been reading this in some of the bet MGM spots. Buffalo is plus 900, 9 to 1, to win a Super Bowl. Jets are 25 to 1. Miami's 30 to 1. Patriots are 55 0 to 1. In the AFC, they are tied for 12th with Pittsburgh, 50 to 1. Put another way, there's only three teams with longer odds in the AFC. And let me know what these teams have in common Tennessee, 66 to 1. Indy, 150 to 1. Houston, 300 to 1. What do those teams have in common? Quarterback purgatory. They do not have a quarterback. So the rest of the division either has the quarterback, Buffalo, or is potentially trying to get the quarterback, definitely the Jets, maybe Miami, who already has a better quarterback than you, but may still be trying to improve, which I think is a bit of an interesting tale. That's an interesting story if the Dolphins are looking to upgrade on Tua, who's better than your quarterback. You've never beat Tua. The Patriots have not beat Tua. There's only three teams with longer odds to win a Super Bowl. The rest of the division either has a MVP candidate at quarterback Buffalo, or they're trying to improve at quarterback the Jets and Dolphins. Why are the Patriots standing pat? And can you close that gap if you don't? Like that's That's been my big fear all along. Can you close the gap if you don't? 
Even so, if you get your offensive coordinator and upgrade the talent, how are you catching Buffalo? I don't even know that you're catching the Jets in Miami, but how are you ever going to catch Buffalo? I think you can catch the Jets in Miami. That's much more attainable, especially with so much in flux with both of those teams. And again, we're just talking about on paper. For me, the scarier stuff is the infrastructure kind of stuff around your team, for lack of a more elegant way of saying it. When you're looking at what you're going to have to do with an offense that was completely broken, completely disorganized this year, you're bringing in a new offensive line coach who hasn't coached in the NFL at this level and had an offense, has an offensive line with Trent Brown, who seemed uninterested in playing last year, other guys who are out of position and underperforming. And then you just look at what offense is Bill O'Brien going to bring in? Like, I know we want to talk about the talent and the coaching and everything, but now we talk about Mac Jones is going to be a potentially in his third offense. What about all the other guys on the offense? It's not like they've like had a, a huge amount of success with getting Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne, guys like this back and involved. Is it just going to be going back to the, quote, year one? And I'm thinking about Mac Jones here. Year one offense, more of a Josh McDaniel-style offense. Are you going to stick with some of the concepts that you tried to run last year? Are you throwing that all out the window? Or are you one introducing a new third offense? Because we talk about the the effect that that has on Mac Jones, but it's going to affect the rest of your offense too. So it's not just about the lack of elite talent to me that you have on your roster. It's also about this like big picture disorganization where you seem really far behind to make up for in this offseason. I think that's true, but I also think if it works, it works right away, and you know it didn't work right away last time. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you hit the ground running, the Dolphins hit the ground running, and their offense was good the whole year. It was a new system. It was a new coach. It was a new uh, wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like, they had all these new things, and if you know what you're doing and you run it properly and you have a quarterback and an offense who buys into it, then you can be good right away. Like, I don't think that, that the fact that it's new precludes them from being good. I just wonder if they're talented enough, you know? Like, I wonder if they have the players that can execute at that high of a level right now. I'm not sure that they do. So, put another way, the rest of the uh, division, again, they're better at quarterback, and they're looking to get better. I think it's very instructive that Miami, and, you know, Cowherd based that whole take on something that Jeremy Fowler wrote earlier in the week, that the Dolphins are not married to Tua, and they could move on from Tua, and he thinks the Dolphins are a sleeper for Aaron Rodgers, and if it's not them, it's the Jets. The rest of the division is looking to get better at quarterback. Maybe even the Dolphins, who already are better at quarterback. Why are the Patriots sitting this out? Should they sit it out? Rodgers is there, potentially. You could go trade for him. Derek Carr is definitely there, as I've made very clear, Mm. all week long, and we do not need to go back down that road, but I will. There are quarterbacks for the taking. Why are the Patriots sitting idly? Should they sit idly? Do you agree with that approach? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.